Hello and welcome back, everybody, to the Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast, where you're welcome, whether you're a part of Cross Point or not. However, you found this podcast, we're glad you're here. And we're trying to share a love of God's Word, a love of His Word that leads to being committed to it, committed to the habit of reading and memorizing and understanding Scripture. And so come on in. Even if this is the first time you've joined us, I think uh, you'll be able to get right in and pick up what we do. It's very simply, we look at a scripture of the day, we put it back in its context, looking bef- what came before and after, and do the best we can to see at least a good deal of the meaning. Of course, the Bible's deep, so will you ever get it all? No, but we try to let the context teach us a little bit. And then on top of that, we try to see um, reflections of Jesus in every verse, because to keep our eyes on Jesus is the most important thing in the Christian life. It's where our power is. It's where our hope is at. And then uh, in addition to that, we may find some practical application to our Christian life if it's there. All right, guys, so we're in, man, (laughs) we're doing greatest hits of the Bible here. That's, I'm being kind of funny. It's not a series we're doing anything, but today we have Romans 8, 38 and 39. Um, if you've been reading the Bible for a while, I think you might be familiar with these verses, but it's powerful stuff. And if this is the first time you're hearing it, you're in for a treat. So Romans eight thirty-eight through 39 reads like this from the ESV. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So I'd like to read it one more time, and I'll, I don't know what happens to you, but I, this happens to me. There's, um, I call, you know, there's a list of words here. The words start coming fast one after another, and I have a tendency to shut down a little bit, shut down my brain and stop trying to understand each word as it comes. But I would encourage both of us um, to not do that because there's there's a lot in these two verses I'll just put it this way so let's hear it again this is the apostle Paul for I am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Okay. Something I notice here at the end is sometimes, um, so this verse is Paul saying, he's sure that nothing can separate us from God's love. God means to love you. You call upon him, he loves you, he comes into your life, and he means to love you, which, you know, in a biblical sense, love is willing and working towards the good of someone. Or something. That's what love is. In the Bible, it always include it includes both. It includes feelings and actions. It's willing and working towards the good of someone or something. And God feels that way towards you, and He works towards your good. Romans eight has a lot to do with that. And after outlining that throughout the chapter, Paul is saying here that there is nothing in creation that can separate us from that. God means to love you, and no one will pull you away from it. And he lists, you know, he does like, he goes around the far corners of creation and reality. And he says, you know, all these things exist, but they don't have the power to remove you 
from God's love. And then we can start to say, well, okay, love, what does it mean? And what's nice is God has filled in his love for you with intense meaning, actually personal meaning, because his love for you walked this earth in Jesus. And that's why it says here, we'll be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So God's love is demonstrated to us in all that Jesus is and does for us. His life, his teaching, his death, his resurrection, his current intercession on our behalf. Okay. Now let's go um, above these verses because I think what we're going to find is sometimes we could think, well, maybe if Paul thinks these things can't separate me from God's love, but maybe he didn't live a life like mine. Now, some of you know better, but it's okay if we don't because, you know, you don't know until you know. But it's interesting because I think the verses before this um, were written maybe with that in mind. And so going just, let's go up to verse 31. It says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, there's that love, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, there's his love for us, Jesus, but gave him up for us all, that's on the cross, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? If there was something we needed, why wouldn't God give it if he already gave his son? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Okay, so an accusing voice from the enemy or your own conscience or whatever says, you don't belong here. Well, that's not up to you, or it's, and it's definitely not up to the devil. God justifies, and he has justified us freely through his grace in Jesus Christ, who is to condemn. This one's no good. You know, Get rid of this one. This one won't do what it's supposed to. Well, that's not up to whoever's saying that to you. Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised again to life, who is at the right hand of God, that's a place of authority and honor, who indeed is interceding for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress? So the, those are two things that Paul experienced. Maybe you are too. Persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword. These are all things that Paul experienced himself. As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. So following Christ in this world will often result in you being treated like he was treated. And in, in the midst of that kind of life, the kind of life that Paul lived too, is where he's assuring us that no, in all these things, so not, a, not apart from them, but in them, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, and he goes on, to, to our verse to say that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Okay, so powerful verses, man. I think these would really um, be important for us to meditate on and, and stay our minds on because um, I've heard it said, and I've been in a season of needing to remember and understand this, that the most important thing we can do at the beginning of each day is settle it in our minds and our hearts that we are loved by God. It's extremely important. It's vital. And if, because if we don't know, love, and trust that love he has for us, then we will allow circumstances, people, circumstances, and things to separate us from it in our own minds. Now, God's not affected. He didn't go anywhere. But we will. And uh, we'll lose touch with God because these things come and they, and they pound on us. And if we're not ready, they will separate us in our minds from the love that God has for us.
Okay, so these verses are a great road to walk, to have by memory, to pray through, so that we can be rooted and grounded in the love of God. And remember that none of these things has the power to separate us. In fact, in all of them, we're conquerors because of Jesus and has set his affections upon us. And God has set his affections upon us in Jesus Christ. All right, guys, so wonderful to be with you today. I hope these verses have helped you. I know they've lifted my spirits here on a um, Tuesday morning when I'm recording them. And uh, I hope to see you in the next episode.